What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of On The Block. And today we're gonna to be discussing what the fuck is going on in the markets. Um, we're gonna be discussing Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin, where we think it's going to. We're gonna talk about the hash war, um, you know, the, the, the Twitter war that's going on, who's behind it, what we think's going on there. Um, what we think is going to happen um, with institutions and the SEC, how they're thinking about the market. We've got a lot to discuss today. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. So the price of Bitcoin right now, last time we checked, it was hovering around the, what was it, 4,200? It hit 4,200. There was a little bounce to like 45. Yeah, so it bounced up a little bit, which is always great to see. But I mean, the last couple of days, it has been crazy. I mean, I'm just looking on uh, crypto Twitter and seeing what's going on there. And it is just negativity. Um, but a lot of people that have been in the game a long time that have seen this before. I mean, in our last video, we'll have a link to it talking about micro, uh, Bitcoin cycles and the market cycles that have happened. They've seen this before, so they're kind of just saying proceed with caution don't panic sell take your time but a lot of people lost a lot of money so it's it's pretty frightening for a lot of people and we understand for sure. that for sure i do think people need to chill <laughs> like especially if you bought in a year ago you're still up you know four or five times what you purchased that but again there's a lot of people that bought at the top and you know we're told that they're never going to see 5k again and we broke it so yeah there's a lot of panicking um I mean, a lot of the panicking is just helping with the sell-off, so that's not a good thing. Um, but there's a lot that um, comes into this and why Bitcoin is um, selling off so much and why it's going to, you know, why it could go down. I think, like, technical analysis guys are saying that the lowest, worst-case scenario is, like, the 1500 to 1800 um, price range, but I don't think it's going to go that low. Um I mean, a more conservative low is three thousand to like four thousand. I mean, we we have bounced off forty two hundred. So let's see how far we can bounce back up with if we're going to come back down again. And guys, we should say like obviously none of this is financial advice. Don't take our word for it. We're just trying to get you guys some news that we've gathered ourselves just from the research that we've done. Like Pete here really follows a lot of um, traders, and he he watches the videos, he listens to the to the podcast, and. He does a lot of research when it comes to that uh, that side of things, and it seems like, like for instance, Tone Vase is someone we both listen to, and he's been saying for like a year now that it's going to go down to what, like three k. He was saying like forty five hundred. Now yeah. he's saying it could go to three k. Yeah. Like. So for a year now, he's been saying forty five hundred. Imagine like it's been it was at you know ten thousand, eight thousand. He was saying it at six thousand. He was saying it when it held at six thousand again and again and again. He said it so. Now that it's here, he's saying it might go down to 3K. But, I mean, it looks like we're reaching bottom. I think we're close. Right? And, and like, the group chats that we're a part of and just the community that we're a part of, people that have been in this for at least a year, some longer, some three, four years, I mean, they've seen it before. I mean, they saw the Mt. Gox, like, crash, right? $1,000 to $70. Right, so so they've been they've they've done this before. They've been through it, and the last thing you want to do at this point, I think, is to just completely abandon it, panic sell, and then forget about Bitcoin. I would say, you know, continue to do your research. Don't completely forget about it because 
next year, the year after, it might come back and you might see um, all-time highs again. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying that's what's happened in the past. So instead of completely abandoning the, the market, continue to do your research, continue to, to think about how you, you can profit off of this thing and work towards that. Yeah. I mean, technical analysis isn't the be-all or end-all. So, you know, a lot of traders that are all about technical analysis, they're saying that, oh, well, this, this was always, always supposed to happen. We were supposed to go down to these levels. And they're completely brushing off any of the fundamentals that are happening right now in the market. So I'm, I'm a big believer that you should marry fundamentals and technical analysis together, especially with what's going on right now with the whole Bitcoin Cash fiasco. Um, I think that's playing a big part in the price drop because let's not forget, like a tw literally 24 hours before the fork on the 15th of November, Bitcoin dropped $1,000 like that, right? And this is around the same time that these guys are take switching. First of all, their mining uh, their mining pools that like Bitcoin.com, um, Bitcoin the top. There's a few major mining pools that have now switched to mining Bitcoin ABC or Bitcoin SV. Um, so a lot of the hashing power is being taken and rented as well. These guys are paying. They're actually losing money every day. Um, we'll put a link into the description to yeah. tell you exactly how much money they've spent over like this past week fighting this hash war. So they're taking the hash power away from Bitcoin to mine their shit coins. And at the same time, they're on Twitter at war with each other. Like if you read the tweets that Craig Wright and Roger Ver are tweeting out, like and Jihan. And Jihan as well, they're they're all causing a lot of fucking drama and a lot of fear in the market. And this along with the technicals is having a huge part to play with the price of Bitcoin dropping. Yeah, so BitMEX Research, um, they tweeted this out. We'll, we'll have a, a link to the tweet. Um, it says, uh, hash war estimated cost um, live update, combined total costs, estimated lease leasing fees is $8.1 million, and combined cro uh, gross losses is probably around $6.1 million. So, um, even assuming cheap energy costs, SV miners have a negative gross margin of 353% and $1.4 million of gross losses. So, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of money to be losing um, to continue a war, which, you know, everyone kind of understands that they've already lost. Yeah. So it's- ABC it's, won the war, Yeah, basically, ABC right? won the war within the first, like, within the first day. People are saying within the first half hour, just because they had so much more of the hashing power to start it off. They had a longer chain. And as, um, as Chris pa Pasia, I think that's how you say his last name. This guy's a, um, you know, he, he's been a developer for Bitcoin Cash for a while now. And he's, he's also in charge of like yours.org. So he's, he's a developer, he's been in the game a long time. He says this, a dis decisive opening battle has been won by the defenders of Bitcoin Cash and Craig Wright's war to hostile take over the chain. Um, the reason is a checkpoint, so he says this, a checkpoint is, is a line added to the code that prevents the software from reorganizing the blockchain below the checkpointed block. In the event that an attacker such as Craig Wright were to try a 51% attack and wipe out all the blocks and transactions that happened on Bitcoin Cash over the past day, the software will not let him. So 
Craig Wright understands that, right? The, the war has already been lost. Like the checkpoint is in place, the software won't let him go back and hit it again. So that's why, you know, the conspiracy theorists that we are, we're thinking of other reasons why this is continuing and why the hell Craig Wright is still so adamant about this war and still going after BCAC so hard. So, yeah, Pete, you want to kind of discuss what you're thinking about that? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous at this point and they're like shadow mining each other, they're mining empty blocks on each other's blockchains and spending even more and more money for what? Like, it's, it's really stupid. And I, I think, this is my personal opinion, I think all of these guys are shorting Bitcoin while this is all going on, making a ton of money shorting Bitcoin. And I think once it does bottom out, wherever the bottom is, I think they're gonna be buying back into Bitcoin to be honest. I mean, if you, if you think about this, last year, these guys, Craig Wright, Calvin Air, Roger Ver, Jihan Wu, they all got together and decided to fork Bitcoin Core into Bitcoin Cash. They weren't agreeing with what Core were doing. Um, so they thought, let's start our own coin. And I believe all along their, um, their motive and what they wanted to do was try and make Bitcoin Cash the real Bitcoin. Um, and get trying to switch everybody over to um, Bitcoin Cash instead of Bitcoin itself. Well, that's what Roger Ver has been saying for a year now. Right. Bitcoin Cash is the real Bitcoin. The guy owns Bitcoin.com, and if you go on Bitcoin.com, all you can buy is Bitcoin Cash. So obviously, he's been saying it for a year now. Bitcoin Cash is the real Bitcoin. I'm I'm carrying Satoshi's vision to make this a global currency. Da 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 da. So this whole year, it's been Bitcoin Cash is the real Bitcoin. So clearly he's had a vendetta against Bitcoin Core. It's not a secret. We've, we've all known that. Yeah. So, but now what's happened is Craig Wright has kind of Roger Verd, Roger Ver. <laughs> he's, he said, you know what? We, we got to change up the block sizes. We got to spread out and do our, our um, we got to change up the block sizes. Roger Ver and Jihan Wu disagreed with him. So Craig Wright's like, okay, I'm going to do what you guys did. I'm going to fork the coin. So that's, that's why this whole thing started. Um, Craig Wright wanted bigger block sizes. <clears throat> Jihan and Roger said, no, let's not do that. We'll continue with the sizes we have now and keep the security. It's the exact same argument that, that took place with Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin, right? So now it's happening with these two guys. The thing that is worrisome is, so there's a link to uh, a forum post that went out July 30th, 2017. This was one day before the, the fork of Bitcoin Cash, right? Bitcoin to Bitcoin Cash. Um, and in that, if you guys recall, this was a year ago now, so just a refresher, there was gonna be SegWit too, right? There was gonna be a meeting in New York, people were gonna get signed up and something was gonna happen where Bitcoin um, was gonna have SegWit too as well. This blog post or this forum post says that that was never the plan. That's never going to happen. And it came out a day before the fork. A couple of weeks later, the, the segment never happened. Yeah, they went, they went back on what they, they were saying. Yeah, they went back on what they were saying. And then exactly as the post says, uh, the miners raged the war on Bitcoin. And they started to mine Bitcoin cash at a loss. But they started to do it. And We that, saw that. Yeah, and that's when the price of Bitcoin Cash reached a whole all-time high, which was around $2,500, I believe. 
that's when the market cap of Bitcoin was decreasing, 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 and you saw the Bitcoin cash increase exponentially. But that war was lost. Yeah. Right. Because then what happened was the reverse happened. Bitcoin cash started to come down. Bitcoin started to rise up and it rose all the way to nearly $20,000. So the reason why we're mentioning this now is because it's just a, it's a similar group of people. It's the same group of people. It's the same group of people. And it's something has happened now where they're beefing each other over Twitter. It's a very public um, display. And it just it just makes you think like, who's being hurt here the most? Is Bitcoin Cash getting hurt that bad? What's their market cap on? Has it dropped that much? Well, Bitcoin we, SV is way down, but I mean, SV didn't exist until a couple of days ago. So does not matter that much? The, the coin that's being hurt the most right now is Bitcoin. Yeah, well, they're all getting, even the alts are getting. Hurt. Oh, 100%. But I'm like, just talking yeah. about amongst the, the three, right? Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, for Bitcoin, sure. It's definitely Bitcoin. ABC, SV, and um, Bitcoin Core, Bitcoin itself. Bitcoin is getting hurt the most. I mean, it went from holding 6,000 for a very long time, for like months now, and now it went all the way down to 4,200. And what does this mean for the market? What does it mean for investors what does it mean for institutional investors i mean if if you're a bank and you're thinking about approving an etf it's not happening you're looking at this and you're saying okay jihan roger and craig have a spat and you lose this much of a market cap like why would i agree to an etf with this clearly there's there can be enough manipulation that i'll lose a lot of money if i'm a bank yeah. Right, so that just affects the market in a very negative way. Yeah, the the SEC stated that the reason they've been denying ETF this whole time is because there's um, there's manipulation and fraud, fraud fraudulent activity that goes on in the market, and then we see this. So now the SEC are going to be like, okay, we're going to have to wait a couple of years maybe to until we approve an ETF. Like the ETF will come, but not while there's this shit going on. Like it's it. They everyone's even the institutional investors are stepping back and being like, "Whoa, you know, if a group of people this small can affect the price and scare people this much on Twitter, then it's a very risky investment." Look, the the stock markets were. I mean, I saw a tweet just now, just showing um, the fifty-two uh, week market for like Netflix, Amazon, Google. I mean. I could actually pull it up here. It is, I'll share a link to this too, but it is crazy how much money all of these coins have lost. Like clearly something is going on with the market right now, like just the global market. Like Facebook is down 39%. Market cap lost is $251 billion. Amazon is down 26% from its you know 52 week highs and it's 255 billion. Google is down, or yeah, Google is down 20%, 176 billion. Like Netflix, 64 billion, Apple, 240 billion. So something's happening. I mean, I don't know if you guys are feeling it in your own country, in your own place, but right now, I think the global economy is feeling something. And you're seeing that negativity too. So a lot of people are losing money in, in stocks. Bitcoin, don't forget, is, is an asset class yeah. at the end of the day. 
Yeah, all, the, all this stuff is going on with it too. So that's tanking the, the price down too. So I think we're getting very, very, very close to bottom. Again, we're not analysts. We don't know, but it's just the sentiment and what's been happening. And we're in it every day researching and seeing what's going on. It looks like it's getting to those levels. Now, it might go down to 3K, right? It could. It could go down to 1,500. It could go down to 1,500. We really don't know. But if you have some savings, I mean, it'd be, it'd be silly not to at least... It's just too much upside not to, not to take the risk. Only right? invest it is risky. what you can afford to lose, though. Yeah, remember that. always, always, always. But it's, always, it's just... I mean, if you think about all of the use cases for this technology, like I just saw a tweet um, about uh, Binance. They, Binance in the last couple of months was able to move like over $200 million in crypto in and out of their accounts. Um, and they only paid like $100 worth of fees. No, $7. Oh. <laughs> $7 in fees. Yeah. So like yeah. that's... Free. That is absolutely free for that much money to be moved around. If you were to go through traditional means, I saw the fee, um, the fees would have been around like eighteen million dollars. Yeah. So like when people with a lot of money see those types of numbers, they'll take notice, right? They'll they'll be like, okay, guys, like there's obviously something going on here, and there's just been so much good news in the last year that has not affected the market positively at all. But all of this good news is going to come to, to a head. Like, here's another point that is kind of interesting in all this. Backed is coming in the next couple of weeks. December 12th, Backed will be open. The doors will be open and trading will start through Backed for institutional investors. If anyone wants to come in that can manipulate the price downward, like a Craig Wright or Jihan, they want to buy up some Bitcoin because they sold a lot of Bitcoin, right? Into shitcoin. Into shitcoin, Bitcoin cash. Um, if they want to buy in, they're probably thinking, you know what? Maybe we get in before backed comes into play. We really push this price down. And a lot of people that are smart and understand stocks um, will say, okay, you know what? This has been driven down so much that it's bound to turn at some point and they might start putting money in when back comes in. I don't know if that'll happen. It's a hope of mine that it'll happen, but who knows, right? It might continue to go down even further once back comes in. But, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot going on behind the scenes. All we're seeing is the price go down. We're all checking our block folio, refreshing, refreshing, and seeing it go 20%, 20%, at all of our coins. Bitcoin going down as well. And obviously it's like, not a lot of positivity right now in the space, but people are still building. There's still a lot going on in terms of just the the sheer amount of talent that's come into the space. Like not everyone can be wrong about this. Um, there's too much positivity and good news that you should let this just be your only indicator of whether to leave the market or stay in the market, right? Or not come into the market because if you do have some money to, that you want to enter into the market and you were thinking about it at six thousand, you don't want to, you don't want to regret it when it goes back to that price. If it goes back to that price, the the crazy thing is there's people that were buying Bitcoin at twenty thousand dollars that are not buying Bitcoin now. Think about that for a second. Right, 
that's the, the, the psychology behind it all. It's quite, when, when Bitcoin's booming and it's a bull run, people are paying whatever they whatever the price is. 20,000 short, right? Now we're in a bear market and we're crashing down to the lowest levels we've seen in a year. People are scared to buy it. It's, uh, it's a bit silly, to be honest. If you're gonna buy Bitcoin at 20,000, then you should be buying it now at under for, in the 4,000s, right? So let's bring the conversation back to Bitcoin Cash and the war that they have going on. So SVABC, which is Craig Wright, um, Roger, and Jihan on the other side. You're looking on Twitter, you're seeing the war. I mean, um, this Jihan was on Reddit. Now, I don't know how true this is, but this came out about five days ago. So this is what he supposedly said. It's, it was translated from Chinese, so I don't know if it's true. But uh, he's like, I have no intention to start a war with Craig Wright. Because if I do, by relocating hash power from Bitcoin mining to uh, Bitcoin cash mining, Bitcoin price will dump below yearly support. It may even breach $5,000. But since Greg Wright is relentless, I am all in to fight till death. Now, this was five days ago when the price was still at 6 k So whether he did write it or not, it's exactly what happened. Right? Yeah. It went all the way down below 5000 which we're sitting at right now. And that's because of the hashing bar. And he knew it was going to happen. Because he has so much hashing power that he's borrowing um, hashing power from Bitcoin Core and using it for Bitcoin cash mining to protect um, protect himself from uh, Craig Wright's attack. Yeah. So if you if you know this in advance, if you know that by you have the power to you know and the money to rent all this hash power, get all these mining pools to switch to mining Bitcoin cash, if you know the price is going to drop you're gonna short the market. So this, I think these guys are just playing a fucking game here. They're like, they're shorting Bitcoin because they know it's gonna drop in price. From Just from their tweets, they're gonna drop the price. Never mind all the hash power that they're renting and stealing from Bitcoin Core. So I, I think these guys are just fucking sitting, sitting back, shorting the market, probably gonna buy in once they've, you know, they've, they've reached the bottom, Bitcoin's reached the bottom. There's a lot of fuckery going on, man. Yeah, so I mean, if we just look at it just logically, trying to take away the emotion of it, it's always hard when you have money involved to take emotion out of things. But if we just look at it logically, what's Craig Wright doing? Why is he attacking Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin ABC, whatever the heck they want to call it now? Why? He's already lost the war. He's smart enough to know that. The, he's, he's, he's the, the software, thing. he can't beat the software anymore. Like he doesn't have the hash power Clearly, Bitcoin Cash did enough to protect themselves. And now to, to continue this war for what? Weeks, months, years? He's saying he's going to do it forever. But we showed you guys the numbers. Like combined gross losses of $6.1 million. I mean, that already. That's in what, like five days? Was he losing million million dollars a day? Like he's rich. But well, he, he is rich, but the, who's behind him? It's Calvin Air. That's the real money man. He's a Canadian entrepreneur that's multi-billionaire, and he is behind Craig Wright, and he's probably funding all of this. And um, but again, like, how much money are you gonna lose, like, do, doing this? Have you heard about Shark Paul? No. So, Craig Wright and one of the companies that him and Calvin Air have created. Um, is a, I'll put the link in the description, the company. Now they're setting up a mining pool, the, um, a so-called mining pool called Shark Pool. And apparently they already have 500 miners that have signed up for this. 
And oh, what? Yeah, 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 that's right. And I, what? Sharp I didn't know it was called Sharp. Yeah. Board, but okay. So what they what they're claiming they're going to do is basically take out coins. Um, like I think the, they said the first coin they're going after is Litecoin. So basically, coins that are um, claiming to be a better version of Bitcoin, they're gonna try and fifty one percent attack the coins to um, like destroy these altcoins. I mean, which they're, they're probably not even going to profit from. I don't think 51% attacks are profitable because it's just, it's very hard to sell those coins once you've once you've attacked the, the network and now you have to dump them onto exchanges. So unless they're in, you know, got in cahoots with some exchanges that will allow this, um, I don't think they're even going to do this, but this is what Craig Wright is threatening on Twitter, that he's going to go after all these altcoin projects, 51% attack them because they have so much hash power and doesn't matter if they lose money, they just want to clear out the shit out of the market. Um, I think it's all propaganda. I don't really think that they're going to do this or they want to waste the money doing this, but things like this scare people. And a lot of what we're seeing now with the price drop are people that have been holding coin all year that are now scared because of what uh, Craig Wright and Jihan and Roger are tweeting. Yeah, and like, guys, don't forget, some of these guys that came in a year ago or just, you know, 14 months ago, let's say, October, September last year, have seen their, you know, crypto and their money explode, right? Like, I have friends of mine that they put in just, you know, under 10k even and it went all the way to you know 200k right and then it came all the way back down very very quickly and it was the first time that you know they were part of a uh, a market cycle so they obviously didn't sell at the top they didn't even they you know they sold out a little bit at the top but now that it's come all the way back down they're thinking okay like what's what's going on like and they held at 6k for a long time and they're saying you know what looks like this is the bottom it's going to go up looks like this is the bottom it's going to go up and then in the last couple of days it's gone 20 percent down 20 percent down 20 percent down and now they're like holy crap christmas is around the corner i gotta buy some presents <laughs> right and but now my crypto is even lower than it was when i originally put in after i saw it skyrocket to these levels now everyone has self-doubt everyone's thinking holy crap should i stay in I think when, when you start thinking this way, you just got to remember the quote that Warren Buffett said. He said, be fearful there you go. when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. Right. Right? Yeah. Warren Buffett says it better than me. Clearly, I couldn't get it out. But, I mean, it's a quote that kind of resonates right now. Even at 6K, people were like, I'm holding, I'm holding. This ain't, this ain't bad. Like, it's okay. It's going to go back up. It's going to go back up. I saw that. I mean, you could read people's tweets, you can see what's going on in the market. We're in it every day, we're reading the posts, we're talking to people, everyone's, you know, has the same kind of mentality. But now that it's dropped so much in the last couple of days, down to, you know, 4,200, people are really fearful now. Yeah. People are really starting to think, you know what, I'm just gonna cut my losses, I fucked up, I'm just gonna leave, whatever. The wife is like on me every day, all day, every day, she's in my ear, boom, I'm gone. You know, let Bitcoin do whatever it's going to do. I'm out of here. Now is probably the time to be more greedy than you were at 6 hundred percent. And you got to remember as well, guys, the crypto market moves so fast. Like, it's not like the traditional markets where 
something like this would, you know, it wouldn't drop so quickly. In crypto, it drops that quick, but it also bounces at the same speed. Like if we saw Bitcoin go from five to six K to 20 K in three, four weeks, you know, then it's totally possible for Bitcoin to crash down a couple thousand dollars in a week. Like people forget the exponential moves upwards, you know, when they're in a bear market, you know, it's, we went from 10K to 19K in, in the matter of days. So just remember that, you know, the, uh, for me, it's a long-term play. Like I'm not, I'm not in this, it's not a get rich quick. Like, yeah, you know, last, last year, a lot of money was made, but I'm looking at Bitcoin and especially Bitcoin as like a long-term investment. And like in five years from now, we're gonna be looking back at this and being like, remember that, that year, that all those 12 months, 11, 12 months that we was in a bear market and everyone panicked. And it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be something that we laughed at. The ones that held are gonna be like laughing about this. The ones that sold are gonna be kicking themselves. And trying to buy back in. At $20,000 <laughs> or well, more. Look, look, price predictions, all those things aside, because obviously we can't tell the future, we don't know. It's just looking in the, looking in the past of bitcoin and knowing what we know about bitcoin the fact that it's deflationary the fact that there's only going to be over 20 21 million ever minted the use cases that there are for it the people that are building on top of it the the amount of talent that's moved away from traditional you know unicorn companies like amazon google facebook into the bitcoin market whether it be coinbase gemini whatever right people that are started their own companies that are building their own um, coins, their own things on top of Bitcoin, on top of Ethereum. Like it just, there's too many signals that show that this is a market and it's not going anywhere. And let's not forget guys, a lot of people watch this in North America and only think about North America. This is a global thing. South Korea is building, uh, China is building, Japan is building, right? Even in Africa, there are places that are using Bitcoin that are understanding the value of it. A lot of these people are, don't have bank accounts, they're yeah. unbanked. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense for them to be able to, like the example I gave a couple of videos ago about Western Union, like anytime a migrant worker wants to send money to a person that doesn't have a bank account in, let's say Africa, India, Bangladesh, wherever, it costs a lot of money. For a thousand dollars, it's like $20 or $30 or whatever it is. I just told you guys, Binance moved a hundred million dollars and paid seven dollars. Yeah. Like, if I have the option to do it that way, why wouldn't I, right? Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. This thing is still very early. It's very risky. Don't get me wrong. It's still very risky. But if you're in it, you have to just be able to either buy into it, put it aside, don't look at it. Or if you want to continue to do your research and look into it and understand it, then make sure that you do it with a clear head and don't panic sell, right? Because right now, a lot of people are panic selling. Yeah. If you're one of them, this is how institutions make money. They, they bring in retail, they do some weird stuff, they might have a war, a hash war, a Twitter war, whatever, and then as people leave, 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 as coins they like, you know, go all the way down to nothing, then they start buying back and it starts to go back up. This is not me predicting what's going to happen this is me talking about what happened in the past yeah 
you got people have to look at the big picture here and like you really got to look at the big picture like what Mehmet just said about the unbanked there's billions of people not millions billions of people that live around the world that are unbanked and this is some whether it's bitcoin or whatever crypto they will use it will be used because they don't have bank accounts so like you've got to look to the future and you've got to look at what is being built out the technology that is being built around bitcoin and some of these cryptocurrencies will be used in the future so i mean buying bitcoin at these levels like i say to everyone if you're looking at this long term then the best time to buy bitcoin was yesterday and I, I remain to say that whether you bought it at 10k, 6k, 4k, it doesn't matter. If you're looking at this long term, Bitcoin will go into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. I bet my life on it. And if you if you go by the chart, even if you're if you don't if you don't believe that, but if you're a chartist and you're looking at technical analysis, technical analysis has told us that it's going to break 5k and go down to these low levels. But then if you look at the charts over time, it's also going to it's also telling us that by 2023, Bitcoin should be over two hundred thousand dollars a coin. So. You, I, I take all of this. I take in the technical stuff. I take in the fundamental things, and I make my own predictions and I have my own beliefs on where Bitcoin is going to go. And I am in it for the long run. Yeah. All we could do is share some of the stuff that we we see, guys. Like um, everyone here that you know watches us has their own jobs and stuff like that. And they're not into this every single day. We're in it. We're just trying to educate you guys on what what's out there right now. This whole hash hashing war has clearly affected the market in a very negative way. But it I, I don't know, it just the the same people doing this again, it might actually be a planned attack on Bitcoin under a, a ruse that it was actually an attack on Bitcoin Cash. Because what's happened is the the coin that got affected the most is Bitcoin. It's gone down steadily. But why they're doing this if they're doing that with the intention of attacking Bitcoin again I don't know. I like that is up for debate. I'm not privy to those conversations. I don't know, but that could be the thing. But I, even still, like if they are doing that to affect the market negatively, why would they do that? I think it's to buy up Bitcoin. Like that's what Pete um, says, and that I mean it kind of makes sense. Like they'll buy up Bitcoin now, um, fill their bags, and these guys that are in here. They're thinking long, long term. They're, they don't need cash to buy Christmas presents. They have the cash to buy Christmas presents. And they're going to hold long term. And when the time is right, when it does get to those levels, maybe 10, 20 years from now, where it's 100,000 or whatever it is, then they have generational wealth now, which they already have. But now now they're in Bitcoin as well. When you think about Bitmain, um, they want to launch an IPO. To me, that just sounds like they need money. Why would, why would such a huge company that's supposedly worth so much money need to do an IPO and raise more money? It doesn't make any sense. I think they fucked up by buying a lot of Bitcoin cash, which is what they were doing over the last year, um, selling their Bitcoin, their real Bitcoin for Bitcoin cash. And I think now they're like, fuck, our plan didn't work. We didn't flip to Bitcoin, flip everyone from Bitcoin to Bitcoin cash. Now we're sitting here with a bunch of Bitcoin Cash or ABC, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and we we can't we, we can't flip Bitcoin like it, it we tried and it failed. So now what do we do? Maybe 
cause a, a Twitter war or a hash war, whatever you want to call it, tank the price of Bitcoin to buy back into it. I don't know. That's just a theory of mine. I think they're definitely short. They definitely shorted the market, knowing what they what they could do with their Twitter accounts and their hash power. And then maybe now, when it does finally bottom out, they sell their shit coins and buy back into Bitcoin. I would do that personally. Right? If I created some shit coin that I thought was going to overthrow Bitcoin and then failed, and I'm sitting here holding millions of Bitcoin cash, thinking, fuck, why didn't I just keep Bitcoin? Maybe I could cause a war, cause some fear in the market, tank the price of Bitcoin, and then buy back in. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what comes out of this whole BC, BCAB, BTCABC, BTCSV. I mean, Kraken just announced that they're not supporting SV because it doesn't meet requirements. Like, there's just, there's so much shit going on right now and it's all up in the air. So I think we just got to wait it out, give yeah. it a couple of weeks, let this all settle down and then we can reevaluate what's going on. Yeah, and don't forget in a couple of weeks, BACT comes into play. Um, We'll, we'll have a link to BACT um, in here somewhere as well so that you guys can see it. Actually, I'll put it in now. If you click the I, it'll go to the video for BACT um, and Bitcoin Cash, what that all means. Um, we did an in-depth look at BACT and what it means for the market uh, or what it could mean for the market. So we're not going to go into that all over again. But I mean, that's that's probably it for the conversation for today. I mean, the hash words ongoing. We'll continue to cover it. Um, we'll continue to provide our feedback on it and just things that we see in the um, in the industry. Yeah. So yeah, if you enjoy our videos, please subscribe to the channel, hit that thumbs up button and ring that bell. Yes, thanks guys. Appreciate your time. Peace.